Hi there. Welcome to the Innovation Insight Podcast brought to you by the Walton Institute. In this webinar, Dave Hearn, Senior UX and Designer and Developer at the Walton Institute, shows us the tools he uses when hosting online collaborative workshops. The main tool he demonstrates is Mural, a collaborative whiteboard tool. We hope you enjoy it. Hi everyone, um, my name is Dave Hearn and I work with CDU um, and part of what we do is collaborate with stakeholders and users to identify problems and then identify the solution to that problem. A lot of that is done through uh, co-collaboration with workshops, interviews um, and a lot of research. But that all needs to change, our approach needs to change anyway. So I find this quote from Ed Catmull um, very relevant to what we're going through at the moment with COVID-19 and how we individually and as an organization need to adjust um, as quick as possible. Um, especially as user experience designers and developers one of the most important things we need to do is collaborate with those users, with all the stakeholders on a project. And so this is our design process that a lot of you are probably sick of seeing at, from me at this time. But um, as you can see from the very start, we collaborate with users. So a kickoff is usually an in-person meeting with all the main stakeholders of a project. It could have 10 to 12 people, which isn't allowed right now. Collecting data, that can be done through user interviews, which was usually one-on-one, -on -one, or focus groups with large groups. Um, understanding then would be more collaboration with users. Now, a lot of this, we found we can um, we can do just simply by using Zoom. And a little tip, if you use your WIT email, you get unlimited Zoom calls, as in you don't get cut off after 40 minutes. So that's what we're doing at the moment using Zoom. We can do our kickoff meetings. We can collect data from user interviews. And eventually, we can get that information and understand it with the users uh, through Zoom, sharing screens, etc. Where it starts to get tricky is the envision process. So envision is like our ideation section of, um, of our user experience, or as it's known across the EU, our multi-actor approach. So this is where we really need to collaborate and um, co-design with all stakeholders. Um, a lot of this would be done through whiteboard sessions. We have workshop exercises. Um, there's plenty that we do as a group, and these groups can range from five or six people to 50 or 60 people. So what we needed to do was come up with an idea. Sorry, I'm trying to check my notes as we go through this. Come up with an idea to change this. So here's co-creation in action. This is for the Neva project. Um, this is for the Neva project where we've got a group of 
around 30 farmers and there was advisors and also some of the Department of Agriculture staff were there as well. Uh, we split teams into groups of six and we gave them specific exercises to try and tease out the problems that they were seeing and help us create solutions to those problems. So you can see in the background some of the main um, the main answers would be up with sticky notes. You probably see the little green dots. So this is a voting mechanism. Each user would get three votes to vote on the best idea for a particular session. And I'm mentioning all this right now because you're going to be doing one pretty soon. So with this, we did user needs. So that was basically as we gave the person a persona. As in, this is John, he's a dairy farmer from Kilkenny, he's 60 plus, um, he has difficulties with technology. We then create how might we questions, so how might we help John understand the technology better? The users were then given eight minutes to come up with eight ideas, and at the end of those eight minutes they then voted with the green dots to pick the best ideas. And from this we're after getting invaluable um, information from the end users, from the actual farmers themselves. So the two, the only tools that we use for this were post-it notes, markers, dot stickers, and just large flipboard charts, the portable ones. I came back, you probably recognize the room on the right-hand side. It was a lot of data. Um, so all the answers were combined. Um, we're doing this in partnership with Chagask, so they wrote up reports then based on the data that we received here. From that report, we were able to adjust um, the click-through prototype we were building for this application. We had to adjust it based on the user's feedback and the user's ideas to make it more user-friendly. So that was going great. We had Four, um, four workshops lined up, but they were all face-to-face. -face. And then, as you know, we all got stuck with restrictions, working from home, and we just had to come up with an idea to keep the, keep the project progressing. Oh no, my slides are messed up. And so the slides look better here, but this is what we have. So the first thing we had to do was look at the available tools. For the initial steps, like um, user interviews, focus groups, we can use voice and video. Uh, we decided to use Zoom. Um, it has the ability to invite multiple users with the education account. It's unlimited time. And importantly, for the collaboration sessions, it has breakout rooms which we'll talk about in a little while. For the tools themselves, the whiteboards, um, collaborative tools, the boards that we use, we looked at Miro, Microsoft Whiteboard, and I think there's a whiteboard built into Zoom as well, and Mural. All of these offer similar solutions. But what we ended up using was Zoom um, because of the education accounts. 
multiple users and breakout rooms. What we really wanted to do was replicate what we had done in the face-to-face um, -face workshop and use the same structure, the same tools. So within that workshop, we had, let's say, 36 people, I think, broken into groups of five or six. And they were able to work together as a team to come up with ideas. To replicate that with uh, voice and audio um, software, Zoom was the only one that can really do that well at the moment. To do this, then we had um, uh, multiple facilitators. So from TSSG, myself and Christine O'Mara, and then from Chagask, we had Onya and Ursula, and then from the Department of Agriculture, we had own. So between us, we were able to facilitate one breakout room each. They all had their own separate mural boards to work with. And speaking of mural, why we chose that was it was closest to the real life environment. So as I mentioned earlier, we had very basic tools, post-it notes or sticky notes, uh, little dot stickers and a board. To replicate that, we used uh, the boards within Mural. And there is no limit to the amount of boards you can make. So you can easily replicate uh, multiple boards, especially for like large sessions, 40 plus people where you're breaking them into breakout rooms. You can replicate a board, create a unique link and send it to a breakout room. So it's very easy to use, very easy to replicate. And then the ability to create sticky notes and vote. Exact same process as we did in our physical face-to-face -face workshops. So on the right-hand side, you'll see an example of a workshop we ran for European partners on the NEVA project. Um, this was one of the initial boards that they would see. So the best thing to do when you're using something like Neural or new software is to create these kind of warm-up exercises where people are just getting used to the tools. So you can see there, there's little uh, place markers. Those place markers were just post-it notes, just styled to look like place markers. And so across the day, they're using the exact same principles. Click to edit, drag to move. But having something fun, like place where you are on a board, helps to helps the user to learn. So now it's your turn. What I'm going to do is in the chat, I'm going to paste a link and invite you all to just click on that. What you should see once you click on the link, um, if anyone's having difficulty, please let me know, is uh, sign in, so you just add your email address. Uh, once you add that, it'll ask for your first and last name, and then click Get Started for free. Okay, so once you get through, um, this is basically what you will see. Not this exact board, but it will be quite similar. This is one that we ran for um, Irish farmers. So same principles for the warm-ups. We've had a map of Ireland where people just placed where they were. 
and then we had another warm-up that was just um, the benefits of digital technology in the agricultural sector. So these two exercises really allow people to get used to the tools, um, as you'll see soon. So then when they move on to the next boards, they're using the exact same principles, sticky notes, write your note, and then there's voting at the end, which I'll show you shortly. So before we move on to our own one, um, I'll just tell you about some of the feedback we've had on this so far from a varied groups. They would, be, would have been technical partners and paying agencies across Europe in the agriculture sector, uh, farmers ranging from young farmers, the Macro and the Pharma, to a mixed age group, mixed technology backgrounds. Um, they, some of what we heard was it's better than a face-to-face -face workshop because they feel like they have a voice. The voting and adding a note is somewhat anonymous, so um, they feel more confident giving their opinions, whereas they felt like if they were quieter, they couldn't really speak out if there was a large group, so they were happy to do it this way. It was easy to use on the most part. Where we hit difficulties uh, would have been people trying to access through a phone. So Mural doesn't work great on phone. There is an app, but it's still quite difficult to use, especially on larger boards and broadband issues then as well, especially for the more rural farmers where um, their connectivity would have been an issue. So when they were trying to type something, it was taking a few seconds to upload. And as always, people using Internet Explorer, which is always going to break. OK, so you're already in there. Oh, no, my board's after moving. Hold on. I'm going to. OK, so I'm going to stop sharing the presentation and I'm going to share the board on this. Where is it? Here it is. So if people aren't joining in or just want to watch, um, this is a very typical standard board for Mural. I was going to say wait until we get started, but you've already started. Um, so what I'd like everyone to do is add as many tips as possible for working from home, um, just that we can share for this one. So you can see I've already added sticky notes here, but if you double click anywhere within this board, it will create a new sticky note. Um, if you right click on on one of the notes, you can change the color, you can change the font you're using. And what I am going to do is start a timer for five minutes to let everybody um, add their answers. And I will add some too because I'm learning what I need. And you can drag and drop notes wherever you like. I'll create a few more here. Just by double clicking and creating more notes. 
so I hope what you're seeing is that URL is very easy to use. It's very like um, what we would do in a physical environment, a face-to-face -face environment where people add sticky notes to a page or a board to share their ideas. And also what we'll do at the end of this, just under four minutes, is vote on these to see if we can get the, the best answers. And what we can do is also group. So if there's any way that we can group, define time, define your breaks, kind of time schedule. So these will be related, I guess. Take regular breaks, related. And if you want to play around with Mural a bit more, I'll just um, show a few of the other features. So on the left-hand side is your toolbar. You've got sticky notes, shapes, icons. You can just drag and drop icons, make them bigger, change colors, etc. There's an image library. So you can just drag and drop images. I would like a desk like that, but not right now. Um, and what else is here? Yeah, so shape. So if we want to, like, say, circle a group or whatever, we can just create one. And add a circle around the group. So feel free to add as many as you like. And so the idea here is really quantity over quality is what we try and aim for with these workshops would be get as many ideas as we can and at the end we vote on them. So how this works for us for say a multi-actor approach or user experience approach to a project is we create um, how might we questions? So the example of the 60-year-old farmer um, that doesn't really use his mobile phone that much, we would say, how might we improve his experience with the phone or how might we improve his relationship with technology, something like that. And it's to help encourage um, encourage people to answer phrasing it as a, as, as a question, which I didn't do here, I've just realized, but you know, Tips from working from home and get the picture. So that is time up. So once people are finished then with a workshop, what we do is we move into a voting session. So I start a voting session. And give it a name and a number of votes and any, any person can join. So what you should see in a second is voting session running and just click begin voting. So now when you click on 
any of these sticky notes, what you're actually doing is voting and you have five votes. So you can give five votes to one idea or spread them across multiple, multiple tips here. And I'll start a timer for one minute. So as you click, you should see, I'll just zoom in, a little dot come up on the board on the one that you clicked on. You've got five of those little dots, very similar to the image from the presentation where the post-it notes had little green dots. It's the same principles, just virtual. All right, we're nearly there. 30 seconds left. Okay, and that's everyone's votes used. So now we end voting session. And instead of having walls plastered with flip charts and post-its and green dots, we now have a list of votes. So top votes stick to a routine, 100% agree, and definitely buy a good coffee machine. Take regular breaks, yeah, keep regular contact with the team. Take a walk, perfect. So that's how it works. That's a very basic idea of um, a workshop. What I can show you here are some of the workshops that we've run previously. So these boards here would be how might we questions. And you can see the interaction, the amount of post-it notes that have been created. And these are all really good ideas coming back from the end users that we can then incorporate into our, into our products. So now I'm going to go back to here, I think. Sorry, just two seconds. I just opened this back up. Jump through these to there. So that's what we have done, and it has worked. Like the the feedback has been very good. I won't say excellent; it's been very good um, to the point where people of different differing technical abilities are very easily able to pick this up, which was my main concern: that people that weren't used to like online tools would have issues onboarding but the majority have been extremely quick we've also had to like you know put out fires as we went um as facilitators um just to help people along maybe add add answers for them if they need it if they're having difficulties things like that but overall um it's been it's been very good as i said earlier people have said it's easier to do it this way because they feel they have a voice 
in this virtual environment, whereas in the physical environment, they felt a bit shyer and a bit more conserved. Um, so that's pretty much it. So please, any questions? Hello, David, Miguel here. Hi, Miguel. David, a quick question for you. Now that you've seen the, the results, I mean, do you get some metrics in behind that as the, um, the host or even us as participants? I see there's still participants in the mural area just to reopen up the um, what got the votes and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So let me just share here. So here, what I will see is, I can see the votes on each one, zooming in. Um, and show results page. And so this is what I can see. There's not any other metrics behind them, just the number of votes, really. Unique votes, if you can see that there. Yep, no, that's clear. And uh, me as a participant, can I, can I do the same? Can I see again the the best um, tips, or is it just that uh, I can see the numbers against the uh, the boxes again? Yeah, so you need to be a facilitator to see that. Okay, okay. Hi, David. I'm Daniel here. No, is is this um this is all free? Is it? It's free to use, and there's no. It's free for the first ninety days, and then it's twelve dollars uh, per user. I don't know if they have an education license yet, but I think it's oh. something that we could definitely get for TSSG. It's working really well. And if, like, say, is the user mean, like, people say, if ten of us log into the, to say this session, does that mean it would cost like a hundred and whatever? Is it ten euros per person that uses? No, not at all. It's fully open. So up here you'll see I'm facilitator. So it's tenner for each facilitator or whatever, twelve ninety nine for each. Yeah, exactly. Per month, yeah. So the main person that creates the boards and runs the workshops. As far as I know, I can grant rights um just for a board. Um if I manage the mural members, I can add as a facilitator. Say Charles here. I can add oh. a facilitator now. And I don't think that costs any more because it's just per board and not the entire the entire, thing. the entire setup. Well, that's good. And um, can you put in like canvases and stuff like say like a lean canvas or something in the in the background so you could put all the sticky notes on top of the say on top of an image or something? Yeah, yeah and there's multiple. Um, like if I create, um, let's just go all create new. Oh, there's all the templates and all that. Loads of templates that you can use. There's like retrospective uh, for people doing sprints. You can do your retros here, storyboarding, um, valuation and planning. There's the retros, feedback grids. And you can create your own. Like here's a, an agile one for roadmaps, retros, etc. It's very good. Great. They're all Thanks. there. And as facilitator, then you just right-click, unlock, and you can make whatever changes you need. Or drag in images. I've dragged in images just to just to use as backgrounds, you know, of charts. Great. All right, thanks. No problem. 
It's um, it's Christine here. I just wanted to say I was on a few of these with Dave and as facilitators for the first couple of them, we were wondering were they going okay because it was so quiet and we were comparing that to the physical workshops and we were trying to encourage people to talk. But I think uh, as the workshops went on, we got a little bit more confident that okay, the feedback is coming in even if people aren't talking um, and it was still working well or as Dave said, even better than the face-to-face ones yeah i think i think so christine i think like in especially in the first one when we went to breakout rooms and each breakout room was just dead silent and we were trying to get everybody to talk and nobody would talk but uh, i think the difference really was um that in the physical one you couldn't stop people from talking or even stop when the time was up in this, the, the timer's in front of you as well, and people are more pressured to add ideas. I don't know. It could have something to do with it, but yeah, it's a lot quieter. So thanks very much for everybody for coming along. Um, I guess we're at the end now. We're just gone past 12 o'clock. So thanks everyone for joining. Um, if you have any further questions, please feel free to reach out to me. Um, this user experience approach is working really well for us for all products. So. If you need anything, please let us know. And thanks. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Innovation Insight podcast. Be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcast streaming services. For more information on the Walton Institute, check out our website at www.waltoninstitute.ie and follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Bye for now.